It's your girl, KD. It's your hostess with the most. I grab my hand like Chris Christopher. Don't feel good to be on that black list. Why you put me on that black list? I can't get through, I'm on that black list. I'm trying to talk to you, I'm on that black list. What up, bro? It's your boy, DTM, Dr. DTM, aka Pure Motivation. I am Mr. Energy. Everybody love me. I don't have not one enemy. I realized that yesterday I don't have not one enemy. We're good out here. You know what I mean? What's good, man? What's good? Mm. Meanwhile, me and my sister and that bitch, like, we hate him. We hate him. We a bitch. <laughs> we hate him. We hate him. These the same niggas. Right. <laughs> True. We still hate all of them. We hate them all. Oh, shit. Right. So, how was y'all weekend weekend? It was okay. It, was, it wasn't bad. I can't complain. Katie, how was your we weekend weekend? Here. Mine was good. I got to see my son turn up last night. See, I up. seen him in his element. That was fun. Yeah, he brought did. back a lot of memories from really the bullfrog. <laughs> Watching yeah. you on stage, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, he did a good job, man. He I did told really him that. Good. Yeah, he, was he did turning. really he was good. He looks so comfortable. Like I, I just want to niche for sure. Yeah, I want to get tell. him into um, just doing on the instrumental. Yeah, yeah. So he don't got to rap over his vocals, mm-hmm. but, that, but I know, you know that's what, not though? a thing though. I was about to say that's that's a a real hip hop head thing though. Like they're not really into that now. Yeah, because for one. Most of the artists smoke a lot or be drunk when they get on stage, so they can't remember their lyrics. They needed to so play. So they got to stop. They needed to play. Or they don't have real hype men that can kind of snap in and yeah. say your part, you know what I mean? So I always tell people to look at Busta Rhymes, man. If you want to learn how to do like a real performance on stage, mm-hmm. look at Busta Rhymes. Mm-hmm. Busta Rhymes will go no beat. Mm-hmm. He'll go no, uh, no vocals in the back. Mm-hmm. And then he got a good hype man. Yeah. Him and Spliff be doing, been doing yeah. their thing for years. Mm-hmm. So he know when to come in and when to go out. Like, that's, that's what it takes, though. That's yeah. how you yeah, back for you sure. up when you like, yeah. stop. They still going. Yeah, like, for sure. And then, you and know. Keeping the, you hype, keeping the crowd hype. Yeah, yep. and the bigger the song. Sometimes the uh, audience will be. Oh yeah, the crowd be in there. Yeah. They do that anyway. Yeah. I hate when they rely on that though. Yeah, you can't rely on it. Yeah. Please don't rely on it. Why they do the mic? They do the mic. What? Don't put the mic in my face. Don't and I don't know that. I don't know that word. Definitely not in my face. No, don't put it in. Don't put it in. Don't put it in. Selfie Kiki face. Please don't do that. Kiki the selfie queen. She's gonna be like, I know the songs. I don't even know the some of it. Sometimes I get that wrong. I be fucked up. So yeah, I know the songs he did. Yesterday, the only one I know is I turn your wife into a twenty thirty bitch because that's just fire to me. <laughs> like, damn, <laughs> you gonna like, turn into a stuffer? Jeez, jeez, that was good. But yeah. yeah, no, that was real good. That was real mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Other um, than the fighting and the shooting, the rest of it was. Other happening. than the fight, that was expected. Honestly, you know, you can't yeah. put too many people in small yeah. areas and yeah. expect everything to go smooth. That's why we. I think that's why we was watching so close. Yeah, too. I know I was. We was paying yeah. so much attention. Very like, alert. Like, it's okay, what's going on? You hear a raised voice. You're like, oh. They're like, do another shot. I'm like, uh-uh. okay. We got to pay attention. That's right? what I said. I'm like, That's how I kept telling my brother, says goofy ass. And I said, nigga, I'm not going out with you no more. He was off the chain. Because sure. I am not babysitting. <laughs> he was you. off the chain. He, oh, he older than me, yeah. nigga. You must be watching me. I got to watch you. Every That's 20 seconds, I'm like, where he at? Where he at? Where I he go. at? Having a good old time. I go we worried in the motherfucker. Yeah. Like, hold on. I go back in to get him, like, yo, it's time to go. He over there upset. I said, what's wrong with you, dog? He said, man, these security niggas is tripping. I said, they not security for the club. They security for him. He was like, and I keep telling them, I don't know who him is. I was like, it's not for you to know who him is, man. Him is, he's a uh, hood celebrity type dude, you know. So, you know, they, they want to make him look bigger than he probably oh, really is. Oh, celebrity in there? I was a dope dealer in there, but. Oh, I'm like. I'm he wasn't a celebrity one. for real. He, he was trying to, I think he trying to convert. 
over mm. to look like mm. a celebrity, you know. I didn't even know that. But the dude, I don't know if you paid attention to the one dude, he was kind of standing right in front of us, like to the right of us. Mm-hmm. He had him like all black. Mm-hmm. And whenever the, the little short dude walk out, he'd be right behind him. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like... Yeah, I did. Yeah, so that's a, that's a squad right Oh, there. okay, okay. So when the fight broke out, mm-hmm. they were... They, was about to rush him out. He was like, I don't want to leave. Mm-hmm. So then they rushed him back in. I said, y'all got to make your mind up. <laughs> right. Like, got to make your mind up. So, uh, this is going to be a good show today, man. We got our first guest I'm going to introduce in a minute. But listen, uh, before we get to that part, I got to ask you guys a question. Because this question came kind of popped up to me and Katie uh, recently. And with Kiki about to take a trip. Oh. Care to tell the people where you're going? I will be taking the kids to Universal Studios for spring break. So we'll spend the week there. What you at? Should be fun. Especially because this weather is so, uh, I know. I'm like, it's going to be 85, 90 degrees there. So it's going to be nice. Isn't that great? Meanwhile, it's going to be 30. I'm going to be naked. 31. (laughs) I'm going to be 59. You're going to be naked. Oh, yeah. I got shorts. I got, yeah. So, Suns out, buns out. Tank time. So, so something. I mean, it's a kid trip, so I can't be like dressed like I dress. Oh yeah, nephew gonna but be like, uh, be mom, mom, because you know he sound like Sean Poe. Mom, uh, where the rest of your clothes? At? It's not gonna be him. It's gonna be Xavier. Be the one. Mom, why are you twerking? Mom, what is this? <laughs> this is so inappropriate. Like what? The little one think he the daddy. He saw the daddy right. for sure. Leonardo just be looking like. Mm-hmm. He say stuff with his eyes. So, yes. so, so help me out, help me out, Kiki. You tell us what you think about this. Mm-hmm. Me and Katie had this conversation off off mic, but uh, you go out of town, mm-hmm. right? Um, let's say you go with a bunch of adults instead of the kids, and mm-hmm. we decide to get like an Airbnb, right? Mm-hmm. And when we get to Airbnb, you know, usually you cook or you do whatever oh, you're gonna yeah. do at the Airbnb, and. Uh, uh-huh. We go to the store to get everything, mm-hmm. right? And when it's time to go to the register, mm-hmm. for those who don't know, that's where you're supposed to pay it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Check <out line>. yeah. <laughs> we go in one register with the buggy of the stuff, the stuff. for yeah, the for place. The house. Mm-hmm. But let's say KD and I go to a whole nother register with just our five items. So that's all you How does that make that all you eat for I'm putting whole, in on this whole buggy but I'm So that's eat, all you eat for the whole time I'm, we're there I'm going to eat what's in this buggy I mean that's fine if and that's then, all you're going to eat But don't think you're touching my <laughs> shit That's all I'm saying Because we've done that I've done that with my family We went to Orlando like With our whole maybe 10 people Whatever And uh, we did the same thing We went grocery shopping And everybody got in the line And it was only a few people that paid on the groceries which I'm fine with, but don't think that you are eating everything that we pay for. Like, somebody used their EBT or whatever, and then I put money on it. You know what right. I'm saying? And so, like, some people just put money on it. Like, cool. But, of course, I put more because I know what my kids like to eat. I had, we, I made shrimp. for Like, I make all the shit my kids usually eat. Right, like, right. So, of course, I'm paying more money. But, yeah, with some people that didn't pay anything. And they were like, oh, you making shrimp fries? Or are you making this for... <laughs> no, this is for me and my kids. Like... You didn't put in on this, man. You didn't put in on it. Mm. You like, didn't help I'm, purchase. I'm real, like, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't, yeah. No, you don't need to put something on it, like. So, so not only did the people not pay, but they invited people over. Don't mm. forget that part. 
With, to eat the food to eat to the to, barbecue to whatever. yeah no no we, no we all in no 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 so i'm like yeah and by the no. way so so me and dtm done went and we done went over there we done played mm-hmm. just for our little bit mm-hmm. of stuff we got our little stuff and i'm gonna invite a squad no. that you I'm don't like, even know I'm, I'm definitely saying something i'm not being like, oh by that. the way no no that's not what happened ding dong oh, oh they just came who at the even know no, no warning they're like, who at the door? They're open the like, door thinking it's one person. They're not eating though. And they're sorry. It's like five people they Wait, don't even know. Which y'all can sit in the back. Mm. <laughs> I'll tell, tell you how good it called. They, they look, they ain't there. What like, y'all want to wear some pizza or something? What y'all eating? Y'all got the wrong house. What y'all eating? They're like, no, where where KD at? You like, KD, you know them? Oh yeah, they're my cousins. Let them in. And that's no, they can come. They <laughs> are more than welcome to come. But what y'all about to order some pizza? What y'all eating? <laughs> what y'all eating? All right. So. What y'all eating? What's your friends eating? Oh my eating? god. Like, and what they, are your friends eating? And they came that bitch empty handed. They had no wine drink. or they nothing. Have nothing. They came no that liquor. And, and left with about three to go. <laughs> See, that's even worse for me. I don't like that shit. I'm like, what? That's just so rude to me. Like, I said it's rude and we I said it's, it's, inappropriate. it's inappropriate. And then spending our money. Like, first of all, groceries are not cheap, okay? Right. At all. The fuck? They Especially don't when up. you in like a tourist spot, yes, right? It's so even higher. And then the sales tax is even higher. So it's like, yep. bitch, well, we would have paid at home. Now we paying double. Because yep. y'all taxes is 10%, bitch. Yep. You know? Because like, my thing is like, even if you do something like, okay, you get the meat, I get the side. Mm-hmm. Maybe I get the side and the paper products. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? You gotta just, contribute it gotta somehow. Be. Let's just get to the front. See what the I, turtle man is put the money up. If you, you know don't what I mean? My thing is, if you don't have the money, say it. Because I'm fine with people who don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. going to come on this trip, but you know, I only got, like, tell them beforehand. Yeah. Don't wait and pay for your five things and then invite all these people and don't say anything. Cause now I'm saying something and it's not gonna be good. And okay. now I got an attitude with you for the rest of the fucking trip. Cause bitch, you came on this bitch broke. Like, unless unless you can, unless like, you bringing five people who finna bring some, you know something. a ton of everything. All the liquor, now, this, like something. I was gonna say that. So this you is my thing. Saying? When you invite people, you could be like bring a bottle, right? Something. Between the five of y'all, I'm sure y'all could come up with something. A bottle of Ciroc is what seventy dollars, sixty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Between the five of y'all, yeah, y'all could come up with sixty dollars. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If we already got the ice, the yeah. cups, the pop, and everything here, just bring a bottle. I don't like to go or nowhere two. like and not bring nothing anywhere. Though. I hate that. You got to bring something. something. I don't give a fuck if I got to stop yeah. and just get paper yeah. plates. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's like a barbecue. Like you mm-hmm. gotta, you gotta contribute. Is some or bring your own shit and then you don't have to worry about you know yeah. what I'm saying? Just bring your own shit and you ain't gotta worry about eating. That's what that I do. Like, house. When we have Sunday dinner, I tell them like just bring what you're drinking. Yeah, we bring got your everything own else. Shit. You know? yeah. food, right. So now we you want to eat and drink on our dime? No, no, we're not gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't fucking know you. No, I'm not doing that. Because on my dime, now you drink. Uh, I'm not doing that. Top show. Every time I see that shit, I just wanna slap that oh, yeah. cup out your fucking hand. Like, bitch. On my dime, you like you like uh porterhouse and top show. That's how I beat On your dime, you eating chicken wings. That's how I beat. And fries. When they pay for it, they now you want steak and shrimp and lobster. Bitch, you don't even eat that. Bitch, I ain't even know you ate that. Right. Niggas got the lobster. I always want to know how this tastes. No, 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 no. You ever heard of a liquor called Sally in the Alley? You ever heard of it? So it's called, it's like Salinac or something like that. My nephew drink it. It's like Sally in the Alley. It's like. Sally in the Alley. I swear to God, it's like $10 for a gallon. Like, what? 
Oh my god, it's like bottom, 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 bottom. That's gonna make you sick. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna make you sick. The smell of it make you want to throw. Oh my goodness. The stores don't even put it on display because they don't want to be seen with it's it. Not yeah. Yeah, I'm like, like, you got to ask for it. Yeah. I'm like, nigga, you don't got no kidneys or no liver drinking this shit. Oh my god. But so when they pay for it, Sally in the alley. But when I'm like, what y'all, what y'all drinking on? They like do say. Oh. Bitch, <laughs> Oh, ever. I'm not paying you for that. You don't even know what that tastes like. You never even fucking I'm not paying for that. At all. Because I see what you drink, and that Ooh. ain't it. I said, oh, oh no. I'm not. That's that's why people uh pay at the last minute. Like, yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Everybody ate and drank. Like, oh, no, okay, I'm going to pay for it. Just bring me one check. But then, if you say something before, shit, oh, they got like, yeah. six drinks. They motherfucker got appetizer, dessert. Right. <laughs> Bitch, right. I'm eating. I'm, I'm going to so, take my dessert to go. <laughs> I told my mom about this place. I just wanted to share what it tastes like. All right, so listen, y'all. That's how I be, though. Here on Relationship Reality Podcast, we are very tangible. Indeed. We give tangible information. Um, our goal is to give you stuff that you can use, like practical information. We really want you to like understand this stuff because in life, man, you go through stuff mm-hmm. and... Back in the day, I feel like people used to go through stuff secretly. Mm-hmm, privately. Which made more people have to go through the same thing and feel like it was the first time that they mm-hmm. were going through some stuff. Mm-hmm. But in 2022, especially if you tune in to relationship reality, you're going to hear tangible information and most of the time in real time. Mm-hmm. Y'all might, if y'all really listened to the show, y'all probably heard me and Katie arguing and it'd be like real time arguments mm-hmm. where we like, in, or me and Kiki arguing it'd be like real time listen arguing. to that last episode listen to the last episode we found out that I won so but what we have now is our first guest of the year um, on relationship reality oh, I'm so excited and this is going to be a very tangible information because this gentleman has a very uh, solid story mm-hmm. um, I'm going to let him talk about it a lot more but I do know that his story will help so many other individuals in the world because it helped him transition to who he is and what he's doing today mm-hmm. so uh, feel free to introduce yourself. Talk to him. Uh, let me show you the ladies here. That's KD. Hey. That's, that's Kiki. I know him. Cello. And <laughs> I know you. So talk to him. Yeah. Tell him who, what, what's your name? My name is George Arnold. All right. Uh huh. I'm Nene's dad. Her, her she name goes AJ. by the name of AJ now. Okay. She, she 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 transitioned over to a different name. Uh, <laughs> like I told her, or like time, I told her, Time Nation. I said, yeah, <laughs> I get it. But you, my Nene, you mm-hmm. name after my grandmother. You can be who you want to be. I get it. I love you. But mm-hmm. when it comes to me, your name is Nene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. All right. So um, I've been trying to get this guy on for a while. I've known him for a very 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 long time. Um, yeah, and I watch his elevation um, in life, and so today we're going to talk about uh, his growth, man. And his growth is from what addiction? Mm-hmm. From addiction. All right. Mm-hmm. Don't bring crackhead drunk. Don't to the man I am today. Crackhead drunk. Um, so let's start. Let's just start from the beginning, man, because like people don't realize how to even label themselves as. 
um, an addict of anything. Mm-hmm. So, what what was when did you become addicted? At what age was it? Do you remember? Well, addiction um, without a lot of people's permission and unknowingly, it actually starts at a very young age. Um, kids and, and, and people are caught up in addiction with the behavior that they display in uh, teenage and adolescent age in some cases. Um, not being able to, especially in the African American community, not having the resources available to address the many issues that we need professional help with. And you out here and your first coping skill is a joint or a Coke 45 beer. And all you know, all you know is uh, I've been raped or I've been molested or I've been beat up or my parents put me in this so this happened and I went and drunk and smoked this and I feel good and everything is all better. So... It's, it's, a, it's a false solution that's established in a lot of individuals mm-hmm. um, that they don't even realize is going on. And that's, that's big. So for me, so I true. always pay attention um, as a youngin because I know my, my family displays a very addictive spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... I was, I'm always conscious of any type of addiction. Like I don't yeah. want, I don't want to be addicted to pot. I don't want to be addicted to certain foods. Mm-hmm. I don't want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I realize that it's coming on, mm-hmm. I do stuff like I I do like a 21 day binge where I'm not. No, I don't want no pop. I don't want no like chips. I don't want no whatever. Yeah. Especially if I feel like I'm gonna just stick with pop right right now and say mm-hmm. if I feel like it wakes me up. Mm-hmm. And I gotta have it. I'm like, nope, that's yeah. not it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I pay attention to that part. And, you know, it's a, another couple things that can be addiction, like uh, sex addiction. Everything. And, you can and, be addicted to you know, everything. Yeah, and I think people put it up under the rug and think that it's just regular life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tell me, how did, how did the addiction affect your life um, coming up as far as like what relationships with your kids, mm-hmm. with you know, girlfriends, wife, whatever. Well, well, it it was horrible because once you cross, well, I'm I'm used to normally when I speak, I like to speak in my terms. So once I cross into the behavior, that addictive behavior, then when things uh, bothered me, my solution was to go get a substance so that I can feel better. Never addressing the immediate issue and that caused me to not know how to love my kids mm. not to know how to love my girlfriend my wife mm. hell in active addiction i didn't even know how to love the damn dog so you know uh and <laughs> all of these things all of these things was because i found out that uh i didn't even know how to love myself you can't get love until you're able to love someone else. Until you're able to love yourself. You can't give love to no one else. You just mm-hmm. kind of like go through the motions and do the best you can. And as men, and as a man, I thought that giving good sex was love. Mm-hmm. I was confused. You know, because it made her feel better, made me feel better. So in my mind, everything was all better. In spite of the fact that I have had kids and stepkids that needed things, that needed guidance, that needed love, that needed nurturing, that needed leadership that I was unable to provide. So my way of providing that was 
being drunk and high enough so I can act silly. And in my mind, that made me a good father. Mm. And contrary to the belief, uh, 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 the fact of it, the fact of it was, it, it, it wasn't true. I was only given what I had. Now that doesn't mean that it wasn't genuine. It was just that all I knew how to offer at that time. Mm. So my kids and my stepkids, including yourself, missed out on a lot that I would have been able to give um, that I often am able to offer you now by example. Mm. And that's, that's my whole thing. I think that's what, that's, that's the switch that flipped things, especially in 2022, is that uh, for KD and I, we really feel like, and Kiki, I see her mm. do it as well, we feel like we have to show the kids more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um Back when I was growing up, I feel like it was not really shown. It was like, do as I say, not, not as, as I, I do. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we're more in the terms of, no, just watch me. Do as I do. Yeah. You see I hustle, get out there and hustle. And keeping that open communication, I think, too. Like, seeing what really happened to other people and, like, yeah. trying to deter the kids from doing certain things. Like, period. Yeah. So. Having open communication, I think, is really big. Mm-hmm. Because... I remember yeah. I remember seeing addiction growing up in my own mind mm-hmm. and it was like yeah. you can't talk about it, you can't ask yeah. about it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like, it doesn't like exist, what's happening? But you know I don't what know saying? what's going on. Right, but you yeah. know like okay, so now I'm scared of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So but instead of being scared of it, we should teach Yeah. You know what I'm saying, the bad things that can happen. But you, from you it. came out good because most kids do what their parents do. Oh yeah. You I'm know scared. what I mean? So it's either you it's either one way or the other. Either you like, No, I'm never doing this oh, or like I want to see because that's how my family does like I have a lot of addiction that runs in my family and it's like me for me I was like okay I've seen people die like I've seen the I've seen the 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 complications that came from like what happened and so I was like no but most of my family they were like I want to see like how you feel like this I want to know how you feel you know what I I want to do it because I want to know like I want to feel like you feel. Yeah, basically. and I want to know why you love this thing more so than you much. love me. Yeah, mm, so much. I think that's how I feel. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think yeah. When, you, when you grow up with a parent that's an addict, you feel like they love their addiction mm-hmm. more than they love you. But like George just said, they don't even love them. Yeah. So it's not that they They're don't love up, you. Caught up already. They just caught up in the moment, yeah. right? But mm-hmm. it's like I want to try this thing yep. that has because you created me. Yeah. But you love this thing that somebody else made. Yeah. So let me try it out. Because that's what I mean. That's what my nieces did for sure. Yeah. Like they were like well we see you doing this or smoking weed so we wanted to try it to see like yeah. how you felt basically right. yeah like, to see why you love it so mm-hmm. much definitely yep. yep so well there's another ultimate dynamic that goes to that because it goes it it, it goes a lot further to deeper see the, the process of recovery is about learning how to address a problem in your life and it's called yourself mm-hmm. and you will find, and I've seen through through my travels and in life, um, a lot of times you have a, a end of, you have a family member who suffers from the disease of addiction, and you'll have other people in the family and in society as a whole, and by belittling that individual, not showing any empathy, not not doesn't mean enabling but not showing any empathy when they're able to uh, 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 when they speak on that individual a lot of times it doesn't come from a place of love it comes from I need to put you down so I can feel better 
Mm. How about for my lack of a better term, my bullshit? Mm. Uh, I've learned that life for me today is about self-improvement. The best way I can help someone else is for them to see me working on myself. Mm -hmm. It it takes a lot of humility. And when I talk to people in my group, I say, when you start addressing yourself, that's big boy draws. That ain't no, that ain't that that ain't that that ain't no a, a box of shorts. Them is fruit of the loom. Them ain't no song. Them is granny bloomers. You put on some granny bloomers when you start working on yourself and take a, And when you do that, you're able to offer hope to an individual, an addiction, or whatever family, whatever your family is going through. Because mm-hmm. it's not just addiction that causes issues. It opens the door to a lot of solutions in life. Mm-hmm. When you start, when people see you addressing yourself and not giving them advice, well, this is what happened to me, and this is how I made it through it. Son, dog, homeboy, girlfriend, friend, it, it doesn't matter. Right. It opens up an ear where people can hear you. And that's, that's the biggest thing right there. I think the problem with a lot of people is that they don't really know how to self-assess. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or they're scared to really face reality of what really happened. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's what it is. So yeah. we go through life pretending mm-hmm. like nothing is wrong <laughs> or nothing ever happened. Or trying to numb or, it. Yeah. Yeah. And, try to numb it. And so, uh, and I think that's where the addiction comes in stronger um, when you don't pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, my, my biggest thing, I tell all my couples, all my clients, everybody who come across me is, you gotta be intentional. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, and I and I tell them to replace this word with whatever you need to place it with. And I'm like, be intentional about your marriage or you're gonna lose it on accident. Be intentional about your health or you're gonna lose it on, you're gonna be fat on accident. Be intentional about your finances or you're gonna be broke on accident. Like, you That's can change true. the word. That's true. With whatever. Yeah. But it's the, the being intentional part is what really helps people out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and we just go through life. Because, and, and, and it's not that we don't know, it's just that we don't pay no attention. We don't. You don't, you know, we've never been taught it. Uh, we never seen it firsthand. Or we mm-hmm. pretended like we didn't see it firsthand. We mm-hmm. did. We, we blamed it on the fact, oh, no, that's just how he is. Mm-hmm. That's just how he yeah, is. That's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just how I, I, George just act like that. He, that's just how he is. No, that's not just how he is. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, I'm yeah. a yeah. That's just me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blame it on the Zodiac. Well, I, I just told a friend I had a major, I had a major, he called me in the pop. He called me back and apologized. And, um, you know, I'm active and bold and I'm doing a lot of things and living life. And I was, t- he, I was telling him, yeah, I didn't got the 10 years clean. He's like, wow, man, that's deep. And he congratulated me, blah, blah, blah. And it was going on. And when we was heading out, uh, he's like, man, pull over, pull over. I said, pull over for what? I said, holler at her. And I'm looking at him. I said, man, I ain't got time for that. He said, oh, but when, when you was out here, I said, dog, but I'm not out here. I said, what you doing is just as bad as when I was going to Copper Flow, man. What's, he said, what the fuck you get that from? It's the same thing. What's going on with you where you feel as though that you need to be with as many women as you can because you haven't realized that you suffer from low self-esteem and can't mm-hmm. even appreciate what you got at home. I said, that's what you need to address. I don't have time for it. Mm-hmm. That, that's it. That's big right there. 
I'm like, I, you, you, it's, it's no different. I remember the dope dealers that I used to cop from, and I remember these guys buying blunts at smoking blunts at the blunts at the blunts at the blunts. Now they get just as high as me. They just doing it a different way. Mm -hmm. And I remember them trying to belittle me. Mm -hmm. And you remember how dangerous I could be, Deontay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I would tell them. I would tell them, you ain't no better than me. You just spent $80, $90 I had, too. So you threatened me. Now we got pistols drawn out. It ain't but by the grace of God. And truly by the grace of God that I'm here. Mm. Right. Because I, I put my character defects and my character assets on paper when I was two years clean. Mm. So that I could actually get a visual of who I was and I can get a visual of what changes I needed to address in my life. And my sponsor told me I needed to humble myself so that I could ask for help. Because it's pretty obviously based on my past track record that I didn't know how. And uh, unfortunately, everyone has these. It's not just an addiction. It's just in life, period. Right. But has character defects and issues that I have learned how to address and if you want to live a better life you need to be a better person and you can't do that if you okay that bullshit ass behavior that I displayed for so long and, and I'm grateful and I'm humble I thank God that um, I've been able to see it and correct it I'm not perfect Nobody well, is. You, uh, yeah, no. but you know, I ain't nowhere near where I was. Oh, man. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all this quick story. Well, first, I'm going to tap in on what you just said because it reminded me of one of KD's biggest pet peeves. And it's that when you are addicted to something, mm -hmm. you look for somebody who's worse than you. Oh, I hate that. To say that, well, at least I'm not doing what I they are that. doing. I'm not a daddy. Yeah. yeah. That's you so know what true. I mean? So, which is crazy. Like, I drink every day, but not as soon as I get out the bed. Well, uh, motherfucker, yeah. you I drink just, every day, you drink every yeah. day. I just drink beer every day. I don't yeah, drink liquor. Yeah, it is. Uh, I yeah. just do uh, cocaine. I don't do crack. I don't do crack. I just yeah. smoke weed. I don't. Yeah, I just I smoke cigarettes. I don't, That's like, true. Uh, I, whatever yeah. your addiction is, it's an addiction. Don't dare value I just slept with six women. I ain't sleep with 50. Like, you know, you still, At least I ain't you still with your mama, <laughs> my nigga. You still did what you did, right? You know what I mean? You gotta, right. Right. But people don't like to face their own, their own, you know, issues and mm -hmm. facts that they're going on. They just want to try to um, cope it with somebody mm -hmm. else's problem. Yeah. Um, but let me give y'all this story. I'm gonna ask you, George, if you remember this story too. So one day, we was at uh, Coney Island. Coney Island. Uh, yeah, right <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Coney Island. Coney Island. Coney Island. Uh, it, it was an uh, a issue at the counter with somebody that had nothing to do with us. We were just kind of standing there waiting on our chili fries for anybody who's in. DTM, go get them some you know, chili fries. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of states don't have chili fries, but chili fries is the best thing. They don't have ponies um, in a lot of places. Chili cheese fries. Yeah. So, for, you know, we, we international, so we got to kind of explain it. <laughs> they might not have that, you know. <laughs> but, um, so we had the Coney Island. And they get, they get to arguing at the window. And we kind of standing there talking, not really paying no attention. I'm young at this time, too. So I'm like, you know, oblivious to what's going to happen. And then the dude pulled out a gun and just started shooting. Oh, my goodness. And I look over. I'm still kind of standing there. 
And Jordan jumped up under the table. Now he about six six. He's so tall. <laughs> he didn't jump up under the table. And he looking up. He looking up at me, telling my son, "Son, come this way." <laughs> I know. We went. We. I grabbed you and took you into the room. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, well, um, do we still get our chili fries? <laughs> Come on, well, we're shot out. We coming out the bathroom, and this fool sit up there and say, "So, where the chili fries at?" I'm like, "Oh my god, I want my chili fries." Like, well, it was already here, so can we go? Oh, yeah, hey, them, them the good can old days, man. Them the good old days. Never did get them chili fries that day either, but uh, I, I ain't gonna say you owe me chili fries, but it's okay. Listen, so. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we got oh, the, we got the heck on that's the show, man. For sure, we did. Um, so let's talk about the 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 turn of events, right? What was it that happened to you that made you say, "I need help"? Um, myself, like most individuals, that was caught up in addiction because you kind of like partially hit on something. See, my thing was. Well, I ain't as bad as them because I don't shoot. I don't shoot heroin. You know, I ain't that bad. I just snort. I'm cool. Um, but it was a lot of days, a lot of days, and I'm talking about his past your mother, past all the women that I actually truly cared about, and I'm out here and I'm loving for shelter. And it was a lot of days that. I remember when the dope houses closed, the liquor stores closed, the after hours, ain't no more get high for that day. And it was a lot of nights I sat down and I remember crying, saying, this don't make any sense. It, it, it just don't make any sense. And uh, I ended up getting arrested for stealing. And when I went before the, when I went before the judge, um, he said, well, I'm not understanding. I, I said, no, your honor, this isn't my life. And I was going to say something because I had been found guilty. And I was looking at zero to five and one to ten. Oh. And I got ready to say something. My attorney elbowed me. And he looked at me and he said, don't say anything. And my judge, James Callahan, I'll never forget. He said, if you do anything else, I'm going to hold you in contempt. Because you haven't even represented this man. I was looking at all that time for trespassing on uh, on vacant property. It was a commercial building that was tore down. Um, no, I, was, I shouldn't have been looking at that much time, but that wasn't for the crime that I did. It was for the shit that I had got away with. Mm. And I told James Callahan, I said, no, this is not me. I said, I don't care if you give me some help before, during, and after. I just want to stop getting Awesome. I can live. Mm. And he looked at me, and mind you, the same man that sent Kwame to jail. So he's just, he didn't play. Right. And uh, he looked at me and my co defense said, Mr. Arnold, I'm going to give you a break. And he looked at my co defense said, I'm going to give you a break because he asked for it because y'all obviously ain't thinking about it. And he sent me to the Salvation Army on work relief. And, um, Mind you, I had been snoring the heroin, a lot of it. So I detoxed in Salvation Army. 
and for me that's a work therapy so you can't go in there and not work otherwise it puts you out if right. i would have got put out i would have been sent to prison i de- it took me 30 days to detox wow i threw up i could not work and it was only by the grace of god when the guy came to get me and told me man you got to get up and go to work or we're gonna put you out I'll never forget it was a guy that was standing there. He said, man, this guy is barely, leave him, I'm gonna do his job. This cat did my job every day, okay? And he left me alone. Mm. And I see him from time, a lot of times bring tears to my eyes, but when I see him, you know, he's holding the sign, he'd be out there on Grand River, and I always give him 20, 30 dollars. He said, man, you still remember me? I said, yeah, I said, man, whenever you ready, I got you. I got you because God sent you to me. You had me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I completed the Salvation Army, I still didn't know how to go to clean, how to stay clean. And I, they released me, and I was standing in the front, and I was out there crying again. I was like, I can't go back on Mac. I can't go on the East Side because I'm going to get high. Mm. Mm. You, just, you just said something without saying something right there. Yeah. And, with, with, I want you to touch on that, too, the whole changing of the environment as well. That's a question I had, too. Yeah, you know. I was. I knew it. I knew it. And mm-hmm. the guy who was over at the place, he came outside. He said, "George, man, you've been doing good." Because by their standards, I was doing great. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I said, "Man, I don't know how to stay clean." I said, "All they talked about was how to work. I ain't never been lazy. I can't go back over there." He said, "You serious?" I said, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. And he brought me back in, and I called the one eight hundred number, and they checked me into treatment at Sobriety House on. Uh, West Bend Boulevard, Dexter. Mm. And um, I was there for 90 days. Mm. My judge, I didn't know, but I had, there was a warrant out for my arrest. And they came to pick me up. And I went before my judge. He said, uh, what are you doing? I said, I'm in treatment. I said, I didn't go there for you. I went there for me. He said, you in residential treatment? I said, yes. I said, I didn't learn nothing at, at uh uh, at Salvation Army said how to work and I'm not lazy I said I need to learn how to stay clean he said take the one off that man and leave him alone Miss Arnold get in touch with me when you get done um I completed sobriety house and I went to share houses um academy transition instead of going home to my wife cause remember I had that big house out there mm-hmm. um I went to the transition I took the suggestion of my counselor um, and I was there for 90 days and it gave me a foundation that put me in contact with other individuals in Narcotics Anonymous and in recovery. So I, all of a sudden I had a support group to help me move forward and address a problem in my life. Me. Um, I went home when I was with my last wife, I was, I had been clean a year. And she was used to the old George. He, he either doing real estate, making a lot of money, or he out here in the street. You know, I was mm-hmm. a remember. Um, but one day, uh, I got up and was just getting ready to do because the job I was working was I wasn't making too much money at that time. And she asked me. She said, "You know what? I liked you better when you was getting high." Oh. And she, oh. I looked. Oh, I said, "Excuse me." And it turns out I found she had a million dollar a policy on me, but that's another story. Mm. But um, I left. I called my sponsor that next day, and I left. And I ended up staying with him. Um, and and uh, 
I guess the, the rest is kind of like history. You know, I just went through the whole process. My jobs got better. I was hanging out with a lot of men, older men that had years clean in recovery. They was taking me to, to NA conventions and around recovery people. And I went to go play dominoes one day, and a bunch of people grabbed me at DRP said, come here, we want you to fill something out. <laughs> I filled out this application, and I ended up going to the first recovery coach class in the state of Michigan. And that's how I ended up being a recovery coach. Now I'm a peer mentor, and I have a CDC criteria. Mm-hmm. But I'm one of the senior members, I train recovery coaches. Uh, um, it's like... This life has given me, giving me a better connection with my daughter, you, all my kids. Um, I, I feel like I'm a man when when, when people need me, I'm there. Um, I, when I wake up in the morning, I'm meeting a stranger and I'm liking the cat that I see in the mirror. That's, that's what's important. That's the important part, man. And I, I, I often wonder how many people actually look in the mirror and can say that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so at this point you are, um, how, how long? Uh, 10 and a half years. Wow. That's amazing. So now I often tell people, you know, when they come see me and they, they struggling with something that if you are addicted to something, you have to consider yourself always addicted to it because it's a fight right it's a a daily fight i'm like if if you the day that you relax the day that you be like i'm good i'm not doing it i I can go hang out with Mm -hmm. uh billy and them all the time i can go with robert i can go with jane Mm -hmm. or juicies or whoever whoever you know what i'm saying uh and you feel like you that i'm good that's when you put yourself in a position where you don't really necessarily need to be mm-hmm. you are in trouble i've lost through the pandemic i've lost over 90 clients i've had over over 100 relapse um uh, uh this thing is real mm-hmm. it, it, it's real mm-hmm. by the time by the time you see by the time you hear on the news about fit i had been i had been talking about fentanyl Eight years ago, mm. it's just not prep That's because why I didn't he, even hear about it that long ago. And it's been on it; it's been killing mm-hmm. people. And, and uh, because I am upfront, you know, with the clients, and I can identify with them. I understand. I work with women that's dealing with child protective services. You drunk driving, you can lose your kids. You are you riding around, smoking the brush. You got your kids in the background, and you're trying to figure out why you're sitting in my group. Well, you supposed to be sitting at home. If you just got to smoke some weed, then you need to be at home. Mm-hmm. And if you if you, can, if you can't wait, basically what you're saying is fuck your kids. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's just, true. And people will fight you on that one because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, it's just weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's just people that's over us. They put fentanyl in weed. Mm-hmm. I've had sixteen yeah. deaths from people that have died from fentanyl. Everything now. And we, so you could just say, but it's not that the the, the action is irresponsible. When I look back at my life, I have it on paper, visible, all the irresponsible things that I have done, both people that I love and that I hurt with my irresponsibility. So 
those are things that I can't make you address it, but you have to be willing to humble yourself and take a look at your life. That's, yeah, that's it. That's it. Man. Those fruit of the loom draws. That ain't, that ain't no boxes. Those fruit, you need some support. That's yeah. fruit of the loom. What, what, they, what they wearing today, baby? Uh, Ethicus, Ethicus, yeah. Ethica boy. You, know. you put some food in there. You need something to hold the nuts up. You got to put some granny <laughs> blooms on. That's that grown stuff, Tom. No, that's not that stuff. Don't, don't do that. You know that. Now, nah, I'm telling you. Go on here. You're going to learn. That's grown folks talk. So, so talk to the people about how fulfilled you feel in doing the work that you do now since it's like ingrained in you it's not nothing you had to read in a book you know what I'm saying you ain't really <laughs> had to go to school to get you lived it and now you can go and tell people yo this is listen. well it's kind of like course I did I have I have taken some quite a few courses because well that's, I mean, the, that's the to teach you the, the lingo you know yeah <laughs> but mm-hmm. but um I you know you remember you and your wife can remember uh probably the money I was making when I was doing mortgages, um, you y'all should remember when I was doing the mortgages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, those fifty and twenty and twelve thousand dollar checks. Seeing it, being a part of an individual's life that had put it together and they're doing okay, and they turn into a father or a mother, they get their kids back in child protective services, and these things that I told them because I was supposed to be on lifetime probation. And the judge said, you good. Take that off and miss out and have a good life. Mm-hmm. When they get the rewards of living life on life's terms, mm-hmm. and they're doing okay, that's reward. It's been better than any check I've ever written myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's what It's I, amazing because I remember you from, like, 20 plus years ago to now and it's like even seeing you it's like you look like a whole different, different person. person like yeah. I know it's him when I see him but mm-hmm. at the same time he just look like a new him yeah you know what I'm saying like he's stepping in a whole new purpose it's mm-hmm. amazing it's like, amazing to see it was so for what what I realized was the last time I saw him which was recent we were, it was uh, at a funeral home and he was the only cat to walk in the funeral the home with, a, with the biggest smile on his face. Who walks into the funeral home with a smile on their face, first of all? <laughs> but he walked into the funeral home with a smile on his face. Hey, y'all. Everybody, what's going on? Y'all okay? Man, it's so nice to see y'all. What's going on? I was like, you're supposed to be sad a little bit. Like, you're supposed to put on a little... He's like, no, no. No, we good. We, You know, she lived her life. So, when you and Auntie Nikki came outside, I was like... I seen this man look just like George walking there. They was like, uh, that was George? I was like, man. <laughs> I saw him walk right past me. I'm like, I seen this man look just like George. That's just like so good, though. Just <laughs> like him. About 50 pounds bigger, though, but just like him. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Ever since I'm, when we first met him, he's always been the hustler. You know, yeah. from he can he can, he can sell a bear his fur back. You know what I mean. Mm. <laughs> like, like, he, he always been out there. On, he had a, a, a mouthpiece for show. Sure. I thought he was like uh, E40's nephew or something. Well, they say I he can sell sure. ice to Eskimo. <laughs> right. So, he, so to see you in this light, man, is definitely uh, a That's blessing amazing. to see. Yeah. A blessing to be able to you know be involved in it and just you know be able to 
celebrate with you on a daily basis. So that's why I was like, I got to get him on the show. I got to get him to help other people. Um, so now the beauty of this whole thing is we also do a segment on here. And it's called Ask KD. Because uh, KD is the boss, right? <laughs> and she have all the, all the good information. And what we do is... Um, people who have issues and problems in their life, they, re they reach out to us and we help them out as much as possible, right? Uh, mm -hmm. In most cases, we help them out. Sometimes we just argue a lot and then we end the show. But we mm -hmm. try to give you the good information here, right? So, <laughs> yeah. right, right. Before like we get into the Ask KD now, um, and it kind of is in line with what we've been talking about throughout this uh, episode. Is there anything that you can think of that's still lingering from back then to right now that you're still kind of dealing with? You know, a lot of things that in my life, and, and that's how I'm able to walk in the funeral home to smile because I'm not laying there. And mm. my poster life is kind of like that. God blessed me to learn from everything that I've been through to get me to where I am. Everyone that's listen to your radio that's sitting there you're going to go through some things that's going to enhance your growth you know we don't do a lot of growing when things is great you go through you get your most growing when you're going through something mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i don't have uh any challenges they whatever it is it just is what it is and life is and i'm a solution driven person so when it, like my transmission just went out and I just say, come and get it and call me back and I'll send you the money and it is what it is, you know. Right. Um, I, I don't have any regrets. I love my kids the best that I could. I loved you. I gave you what I had. I apologize because I couldn't give you what I really wanted to give you. Mm -hmm. Those were the nightmares that I had crying when I was by myself. But I, I'm grateful that God has me in a position where I can be there, not only for you, but for others. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 um, I, I really don't have no, no hang-ups that's still going on right now. Um, I'm busy working on George, trying to be the best George I can be. That's mm -hmm. it. All right, so this person said, uh, Hey, Relationship Reality Podcast, I love you. been listening to you since day one. Uh, keep up the good work. I we appreciate you. you. We appreciate you for sure for listening. It says, my husband of five years used to pick a fight with me and leave the house for days. Oh. He was hooked on heroin. Oh. He's now clean he's now, but his night terrors, but he has night terrors and refused to make love to me because his side chick overdosed and died while he was having sex with her. What? She says she loves him and she wants some advice. She's like, how can she help him get through this? One thing, he's going to have to, and I don't know if he's active with a sponsor. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if he's lying. He could be just lying. Mm -hmm. but, uh, because just you get in recovery, there's a lot of bad behaviors that you have to address. Right. And he's going to have to address that. Mm -hmm. And he's going to need to address it professionally with her. He needs to sit down. You I can't. You can't be my wife and we ain't fucking. I'll explain to you. Well, this is the reason why. Mm -hmm. Okay, and this is why I can't do that. Okay, as a wife, now she's like, okay, that's cool. I love you. Now, what are you going to do about it? Mm. 
because I can't make you correct it. You have, so you need to do something about that, and then have the courage, if necessary, where she might even need to move on. Yeah, that's true. And, I, and you, I think love sometimes can hinder people from what's really happening in life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because I love you, I can just let you dog and beat on me for so long mm-hmm. that I should. You, you look back 10, 15 years later, like I should have left 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was I waiting on? Let's say you leave, you spend yeah. half the time thinking about leaving. So if you mm-hmm. leave after 10 years, five of them years, you was contemplating leaving. Mm-hmm. Like something, some, some things were showing you that you should have been left. A long time. And then it'd be ago. that one thing that you'd be like, you know what? I'm just no, trying. I'm not leaving I'm just this trying. time. <laughs> and it's probably because it, it, you do see some stories right you see stories like me and KD where we had bumping heads early yeah. on and then we at this point they like nah I want that yeah but, but I tell people that all the time you want the you want the end result you don't know how much work we had to put in these mm-hmm. past 23 years did mm-hmm. it? this shit ain't start like this yeah right. but, and that's the thing but think about it so if you would have left back then we wouldn't be here that's true so they they looking at it from that aspect like mm-hmm. you didn't leave so why are you telling me to leave I stay too I fifteen twenty if mm-hmm. you got fifteen twenty years to put in and you think it's gonna come out and work out good for you go for it mm-hmm. you know what I, mean? just I tell that. people that yeah. with in their pro- professional careers like mm-hmm. you keep saying how much you hate the job but you're like I've been here for so long yeah all right well either stop complaining right. or find something different that's like, what it is like, that's that's something different. Y'all that's gotta live in a mistake because you spent a long time making something it. Something different. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I'm that's like, something So, uh, so okay. So, what y'all say? What, how can y'all help him, KD? I mean, I think he need counseling for sure. Yeah. But if he's refusing to help himself, then what she what she can do? There's only so much she can do. There's only so much she yeah. can do. He There's only do so much on she him. can take because I'm sure she's been through a lot already. Yeah. yeah. So it's only so much like one person can take. She's already beaten down so far. And you're not trying to help yourself. So it's like, what am I to do? You know? You she got to eventually live a life. And, you know, tomorrow is not promised. It's my thing. Yeah. So you living today miserable because somebody's not willing to help their self. For me, that's not worth it. Like, yeah. I'm going to live for today. Like. And that's the thing. I just told somebody this, man. I'm like, you you focus so much on the past. Yeah. That you're forgetting about the present. Mm-hmm. And have no hope for the future. Yeah. Life is short. People don't realize life is so short now. Like, people yeah. are not living to 100, okay? Like, I mean, you got to live for yourself. Like, and it's only so much trying you can do. Like, you're trying to help them. But if you're not willing to help yourself, what is she to do? Like, she got to do what she got to do. Like, love make you change. Mm-hmm. Love will make you change. Mm-hmm. Don't know how to love. Love will make. I'm hurting my wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What do it, baby? Let me get this together. Because if he's so, if the the core to the disease of addiction, self-centeredness is the core to the disease of addiction, and that's even after you stop using. That's a lot. I'm not talking about active. I'm talking about bad behaviors. That that, that stuff that you learn in mm-hmm. active addiction. That selfishness, that self-centeredness, mm-hmm. that me, me, me. Well, mm-hmm. I did this because last time I was making love to the girl, I was cheating on you on. Uh, uh, she died. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. That's, that's that sound made up though, really. Uh, man, I, and I, 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 I use, I'm telling you, I'm trying, man. KD can attest to this, mm-hmm. man. We have certain people that come in, and it'd it be a struggle just to make them see, you know, what they've done and what they are doing. You know what I mean? I do this thing where I ask you how much, how much, how much effort are you putting into this relationship? 
Mm. Like, what's the percentage that you put into this relationship? And if you can definitively tell me anything under 100 or 120%, then my next question is why? Mm. How you want more from something that you're not putting more into? You know what I'm saying? Mm. So you look at me and tell me I'm putting eighty. I'm putting eighty percent into this relationship. Mm. What? But you say you want this. Yeah. And now you you confuse that other twenty percent is what's throwing you off because there's really another fifty percent in there that you can get out of it, but you don't know that because you won't put in the work. Mm. You know what I mean? So I man. Yeah. Them, them doors closed and Katie put her headphones in and we just get it in. So sure. she was like, I, I already know it's about to happen. I don't want to hear it. So, right. Listen, I'm like, we finna shut these doors and we finna get, go to work, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, man, and I love it, man. I love it because, you know, it's me. Like I came from that. Um, and we were just talking about, I had a meeting with somebody and we were talking about what they wanted versus what they felt like they deserved. They like, mm. I felt like I deserved to be better. Mm-hmm. I felt like I deserve a better life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you only got half of it because you probably do deserve a better life. But the difference is you don't believe you should have it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If, you, mm-hmm. if you're addicted to something, you don't believe you should be free from it. Mm-hmm. Because if you did, you're going to walk in that belief. Like, you walk different when you believe something. Yep. You know what I mean? But if you believe that this is for you, you walk in with more confidence and you know that it's for you. If you think yeah, it could possibly not be, I, I don't know, but if I leave this alone, then I'm going to have to face the real. No, all right. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you got to change that. Go from a, a, a want to a deserve to the belief that it belongs to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... But we definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate you coming on to the show, man. Uh, y'all got anything else? There? Any more questions? Anything else before we let him get up out of here? No, no was that real was dope. Detailed. That was all dope. Right. But we also it de- do. It definitely opened my eyes to a lot, for sure. Yeah. We we also do, and we could have tapped in a lot more, like on like talking about like the signs of, of how to recognize if somebody's becoming addicted to something. I feel like we might have missed that spot there, but we can we we'll bring you back on. We get it back in again, you know. Right, I'm enjoying it. I, I'm loving seeing my. I, it ain't nothing better than being on your kids' radio show. It don't get no better than that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we also do a, a motivational message of the week. So I'm gonna give them the motivational message of the week. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'll let you give it. What you got for them? You want to give them some? This one that you never have to use again. Oh. And help is available. All you have to do is reach out. And the number for that, call Detroit Wayne Integrated Health Network. That's 1-800-241-4949. And that's for addiction and mental health needs. Provide a range of services, whatever it is that you're going through. The counselors and the professionals there will put you in contact with the agencies that can give anyone the help and the relief that they need. We're there to help. And, then if, and if you're not in Michigan, um, just go to you know the website or Google or whatever, and try to Google that because I'm sure every state had it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Every state. So has every state has. You, you just can get information from Detroit Wayne Integrated Health Bank on on out of state help. We provide go. all the information necessary to get you whatever assistance you need, no matter where you are. That's, that's, dope. Dope. Mm-hmm. that's dope. I love it. That's good information too. So good. Man. Because a lot of people probably don't, you know, it's just stuff to be at your at your at hand that you yeah. don't know. 
Yeah. You know, what I mean? we a use lot of people f- look for their information and they're too afraid to do it. So That's no. it. Yeah. yeah. So that push really helped yeah. out, man. Mm-hmm. So, um, everybody, man, go get yourself. They, you know, when you're addicted and you you overcoming it, they call it a sponsor. Um, we call it a coach. You can call it the best friend. But get you that somebody that's going to help you get through that situation that you're going through, man. Mm-hmm. Don't do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, with that being said, man, that is our show. But before we let you go, I'm sorry, we, we forgot my bad, low. Listen, this is also sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> we got so deep into it, I forgot to talk about the sponsors. But this is also sponsored by theperfectperfume.com, man. Listen, if you have not went to theperfectperfume.com, you're missing out. They have every amazing uh, fragrance that you can think of. They also have candles, the Netflix and Chill. Sorry, Kiki. Um, they also have <laughs> uh, their, their top seller for women is called Orgasm. It's amazing. The scent is amazing. Um, it's all um, organic oils, so it lasts so much longer onto your body. You don't have to worry about none of that. They do customized boys as well, so if you want something customized, take the test. Let them match your body up with what fits your body. Some specifically for you. It's amazing. And then when you're doing that, and you put all that stuff in your cart, and you get to the end, you want to hit the promo code Reality20, and they're going to give you an extra 20% off just because you're listening to the show, man. So listen, do me a favor. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Mm. KD, talk to him. Kiki, talk to him. What else we got for him? Where can they hear? What's up? They can listen to us on Monday with Marriage Material with me and DTM. On Wednesdays, Relationship Reality with me, DTM, and Kiki. Mm-hmm. And Friday, we have Friendship Friday with Wolf Pack. Wolf, wolf Talk. The Wolf Pack. <laughs> the Wolf Pack doing Wolf Talk. Like, there we go. <laughs> hey, they doing some wolfy things over there. They doing that's some real wolfy <laughs> things. That's with me, Kiki, and Chico. So make sure, man, we got your week monopolized, man. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You should be listening to us each and every week, man. We are everywhere. Where can they find us at? You can find us on Apple. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get your podcast. Make sure y'all tune in, man. We appreciate y'all listening each and every week as we do this. I am your gracious host, man, the one and only DTM, Dr. DTM. Your girl, KD. And your hostess with the mostest, Kiki. And this is Relationship Reality, and we appreciate George Arnold for tuning in and giving us that That knowledge and wisdom. That was so dope. You know, very tangible information, man. Make sure y'all utilize it to the best of your ability. Because we found out that knowledge is power. Definitely. But using the knowledge, applying the knowledge is powerful. So let's get it in. See y'all next week. Well, we see you in a couple of days, man. Let's go. All right. Thank God. Enjoy being on. God bless y'all. God bless. Thank you. All right. All right.